What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, sisters. Happy Thursday. I am your host of the Period Whisperer podcast, Bria Gad. I am so happy you are here today. And of course, I have a question for you. How are you feeling in your body today? Remember that connection is so critical, right? To, to us, you know, hearing the messages that our body sends us. That is the whole concept of the Period Whisperer. It's our body sends us messages And we need to listen when it is whispering to us, not when it gets to the point when it is screaming bloody murder at us, which is really where so many of us are at right now, right? So how are you feeling in your body? And um, (laughs) I have to say, I have been feeling a little bit all over the place. This week's the first week where I'm feeling a bit, you know, more neutral. And, And I really, I've been hearing from a lot of my friends, you know, even a lot of my clients, you know, this a bit of like chaos happening out there. And I I also heard that Mercury was in retrograde for pretty much from like mid-September, early September until just October 1st. I do love this stuff, but I don't know much about it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious if that had anything to do with it. So I Googled it because <laughs> I was like, what is this Mercury in retrograde? Um, and I guess it's when like Mercury being the tricky planet. And listen, if you know this stuff, please feel free to message me and school me on it. Or better yet, message me and tell me if you have been had been feeling this way too, like completely overwhelmed or a little bit all over the place or like just kind of at a breaking point um, or like everything was going wrong all around you. Um, But I I did Google it. It's over now. But one of the things they said was not to make any major changes or decisions during this time. Um, I guess it's, you know, a tricky time where a lot can kind of go wrong. And and it reminded me so much, like our bodies, this is why you can track your period by the moon, right? Our bodies, our female bodies specifically, like it's so connected to everything. But this, this concept of not making any major decisions, you know, in this period of time, it kind of goes the same for us as women in general. I always recommend, now that I understand this stuff so well, I always recommend that before you make a major life decision, you know, you really wait a full cycle, like a full month of 28 days, whether you're, you know, have a regular cycle or not, wait that full time period because our hormones like mercury can, you know, they all serve a purpose and they play little tricks on us. And when we recognize that our estrogen 
that estrogen in the body is um, is like putting on rose-colored glasses, right? It kind of, you know, it allows us to smooth things and put them under the rug and be like, oh, it's okay. This is, yes, I'll do all these things for you. It's fine. It's fine. And then sure enough, like two weeks later when estrogen goes away and we're deep in our luteal phase, we're, we're like in the pits, right? We're like, what was I thinking? Why did I agree to that? You know, and often it's in our luteal phase and in our menstrual phase where we really, when we're hormonally balanced, where we really see how we actually feel. So it is important to wait a whole cycle. And of course, when you're in your perimenopause years, as we all are, right, between 35 and till menopause, you know, you almost were in dysregulation already. So waiting a month or two before you make major decisions is really good. As, and, and it's also key to putting yourself back into a hormone balance because not only does our body get into disarray, but our mind cannot think clearly when we are, you know, in in the flux of hormones coming and going and here and there and not even in their regular state, right? Anyway, so (laughs) I digress. Today, I want to talk about what to do when you can't move anything off of your plate to make you a priority in menopause and perimenopause, you know, and that's, it's a real problem for us, right? You know, we've got these to-do lists and it just feels like there's, we have to do all these things before we can take time for ourselves. And we know, everyone knows that change requires energy and commitment, and it requires that mainly in two ways. The first is in financial investment, right? And and that's key, you know, for having what we call skin in the game or hiring an expert, right? We know, like, we can only be so good at all at so many things. So if you have a career, whatever you might have, you have an expertise happening in your career, and you know, maybe you and you have a family, or you have, you know, like fur babies, or you have a partner, either way, you have a household and a life you have to manage. So it's really hard to be really good at any more than those two things. We don't have a lot of time. We want to be good at those two things and we want to be good at ourselves. Um, So this is where we all know there's so much value in hiring an expert to teach us stuff, right? We invest a lot of money in school to teach us to, you know, to get where we are with our careers because our careers are, you know, a way that we get to live a beautiful life. But we do need to invest money into our body and into ourselves because our without our body we have nothing, right? We cannot we cannot live, we cannot thrive, we cannot exist. So we forget sometimes how important it is and that that same th- way of thinking applies to our body as well. So it's really important, you know, in the financial investment that we are considering hiring that expert, but you know, even more so, I have learned over the years for myself and for other people that I ha- I have also coached when we invest money, we take things more seriously. And I know this for myself because I have been a part of freebie things and never really even opened up an email. I've signed up for so many like freebie digital things and never even, I'm like, oh, I can't do this right now because I have no skin in the game, you know? And I, and I also know this because my friends and my girlfriend, like the people in my life, they get my free advice <laughs> and they don't follow it. So <laughs> I know, whereas I know when my clients, when, when, when a woman, when one of you guys comes to me and you invest in yourself and you're ready 
you are not taking that lightly and you go all in and that is why you get results because you're, you know, it's especially if it's an uncomfortable sum of money for you, you take it very seriously. And the beautiful part is you get results and then you have more energy to make more money and it's worth it overall, right? It's like short-term pain for long-term gain. So one of the ways, you know, we're able to change and through energy and commitment really comes down to that financial investment. But the other one is time, right? Like these are the two things that hold us back from actually making change, the financial investment. And, but time, you know, time is a really, really big one. And that's what I want to talk about today. Both of these can be challenging because like you, I am, I am this way as well. We have all wasted time and money on other things that maybe we didn't follow through on, or maybe we did and they didn't work for us. You know, all of us have done that. I have done that so many times where I have spent money on something, you know, and didn't take it fully seriously. You know, I didn't, you know, all of a sudden life got in the way or it was just too hard and I didn't follow through. And even once or twice I've hired coaches and I'm like, oof, this was not the right thing for me, right? And so I've spent that money and, and I try to think of those things as, doors that I'm opening to get closer to the door that that is going to give me the answer. But it, it keeps us right from investing in the next time. And but I will say in my experience, most of the women I work with, including myself, will use the money piece as our excuse not to make the changes, right? But it really is more of a fear of failure for so many of us. And I know this because when I was struggling in the depths of my hormonal crisis, I would have found a way to pay anything if I knew it would help me feel better in my body. You know, and when you hire someone who has proof and testimonials like of success, of that kind of success that you want, the risk is really more about whether we are going to follow through on that or not. And that's the scary piece, right? Because we already hold a lot of guilt and shame over the fact that we're doing the things and it's not working or that our body is not what we want it to be. Society has put that on us. We've already feel like a failure in this piece of ourselves. And so I don't know that we can handle any more of that. Also, if we have someone else that we, you know, share money with, or just in general, women have a hard time, you know, prioritizing themselves and and being, you know, we'll spend hundred dollars on our kids shoes, but gosh forbid we, you know, hire someone to help us feel better in our body to do more for ourselves. So it's, it's scary, you know, and I know the same goes for you. If you are struggling in your life because of how you feel in your body and it's consuming you and someone had the exact solution for you, wouldn't you pay anything for you could for it? Wouldn't you? You would. So, so this is how I know that time is typically the issue and this, you know, fear of not following through because of, of the, all the time, you know, all the things we have going on in our life. And we can actually break it down into even more, like even more so into an energy shortage, right? If you have more energy, you can do more things. We almost buy ourselves a little bit more time. So how do we get more energy? Right. That's and that's really, you know, the source. This is what I want want to walk you through. There are two ways when we're in the throes of hormonal crisis and the hormonal dysregulation and perimenopause that we're able to get more energy. The first is by nurturing our energy with behaviors and habits that lower the stress and inflammation in our body. So all the reason we're in this natural hormone dysregulation 
The reason it's so bad is because of the excess stress and causing of the inflammation in our body is making it that much worse. Anything we can do in our life that doesn't take more time, but that reduces the stress and inflammation in our body is going to remove the workload that our body has to do, right? Because when our body is inflamed, it's in constant discomfort and constant disarray. So it's always grinding, always working behind the scenes. That's why people who struggle with inflammation, not only do they have like joint pain or weight gain, but they have cravings and they have fatigue. And I was one of these people. So I know this. When we are struggling with excess stress and inflammation in the body, we're low, low, low. We're constantly depleted and we're in a stressed out state. So our fat storage is amping up. So we have plenty of stores, <laughs> but they're not getting used. We're constantly looking for the quick, quick fix, quick fix, quick fix. Um, which is really hard. So we have to pull ourselves out of that. And we do that by nurturing our energy with some simple behaviors. And those simple behaviors can be just taking four weeks to do a hormone and health, hormone and, and gut health protocol by removing, you know, the key, um, the key inflammatory foods out of your diet. Okay. So dairy, gluten, sugar, um, corn and, and, and soy, GMO soy, processed soy. When you remove those things out just for four weeks, the difference can be significant. Other really simple hacks that you can do are making sure that you start each meal with a vegetable. Um, vegetables slow down the absorption, you know, the, the glucose and blood sugar spike, which will then reduce the workload on your body. Really simple things like that. Taking a walk after each of your meals or after any of your meals, five, 10 minutes of moving your body. These simple things can pack a huge punch and make a major difference. I have a whole list of 10 of my most impactful hacks here uh, in my hormone hack event. If you, I will put it, the link in the show notes. It's, it's a simple thing right now. It's on sale. You can get it for $17. It's the hormone hack event. It walks you through what is going on in your body, why you need to change it and 10 hacks that will get you results within a week. Um, so you, you have that there for you. And I, I definitely talk about some of them here throughout the podcast, but that's a really key pace place. A really key piece because when we nurture our energy, we all of a sudden get more. When we heal our body and reduce that inflammation, all of a sudden we have more energy to do more things. So then you can really lean into the next stage of what is going on in your body. And I will tell you, we think the work is doing the workout program, following the nutrition plan. That is not the work we need to do. It's what comes up in between that is always the work that we have to do. And it's different for everyone. It's what is keeping you from just going out there and doing the things you know you need to do in order to feel better, right? I can give you the solution, but you executing on the solution, and I'm the same, us executing on this solution for ourselves is is where we surface the real holes in our mindset, right? Around why we're not just doing the thing that's going to make us feel better. We don't want to. It's too hard. I don't have time. I don't have energy. I'm not worth it. There's so many things that kind of come up in there. Okay. The second thing is to change our mindset. And a lot of this comes down to asking for freaking help, sister. Look, Here's what we know through like sociology stats. In North America, we 
carry, women carry the bulk of what we call emotional labor of life. So even if you're in a dual income family where you and your, your partner, you know, and this is in a heteronormative land, right? We're doing this. This is where I come from, even though I'm not there anymore. In a heteronormative land, and I'm sure it's the same, you know, in same-sex couples as well. You know, I will learn that as I go and get back to you. <laughs> but, you know, in in this landscape, what we know is that even if you're in a dual-income home and, you know, you share, you know, the, the cooking and the cleaning of the house itself, right, and the maintenance of the house, there is a whole landscape of life admin called emotional labor. And that would include, you know, who is showing up and organizing the parent-teacher interviews? Who is making sure that, you know, even for the, you know, when you have elementary school kids that like permission slips are signed and that birthday party gifts are purchased and that the birthday invitations have been sent out and the RSVPs have been put on and the dentist appointment and the doctor's appointment. And, you know, who is prepping for the vacation, prepping all the children and all their things for the vacation um, and not just themselves. And we know through stats that it is predominantly women. So even if, even if you both have a career, you both share the main household duties, the, see, there's a significant, and I know that's not even the case for all of us, there's a significant imbalance in this emotional labor. And of course, if you're a single parent, it's different as well, right? But either way, we're doing more, okay? And we have to change our mindset and ask for freaking help. And it's important because we often think we don't have time to focus to do these other things in our life for ourselves, but there's an opportunity cost to that, right? If we don't, if we don't take time for our energy and to nurture our energy, to care about ourselves, to prioritize and invest in ourselves, we will have less energy to do the things we're doing later. We won't even be able to be there to do the things for our kids later. Okay. You know, we won't, and not only that, but we're setting a really terrible example for our children. You know, they're watching us and learning how women should be treated and how women should treat themselves. And if we're always just squeezing ourselves into the cracks of other people's lives, that's a tough, tough thing for our daughters to live up to and our, you know, and the people, the women that marry into our family, right? Because that's the example that has now been set. And they are going to be in the exact same place that we are when they hit this hormone dysregulation. We need to change that for them as well. So that's an opportunity cost. But listen, here's the other thing. We, we get really caught up in thinking, you know, we have to do all the things, right? We have to do all the things ourselves. And someone, our partner in life might not, you know, might be like, well, I can't do that, or it's not important, whatever it is. But here's the thing, and I know this, and this is a very vulnerable thing that I'll share with you, but after being the one that handled the predominant house stuff, having a career, the kids stuff, and the emotional labor with a partner who wasn't, you know, willing to share that, now that I am no longer in that position anymore, we have to split all those duties. And he has somehow figured it out. So we can all figure it out somehow, right? That's my point. We can all find a way to prioritize the things that have to happen in our life. And if you do not 
take that time, if you do not shift that mindset to recognize the opportunity cost of what you're missing by not nurturing yourself and showing up for yourself and prioritizing you above being the only one that puts your kids to bed, above being the only one that packs their lunches exactly how they need to be, right? Above, about the only one, you know, whose partner is out golfing for out for four hours, but never takes time, you know, the person you as a woman isn't going out and spending any time for yourself. You are going to pay the piper for that somewhere along the lines and it might be too late. So, okay, (laughs) again, I'm getting off on a tangent here, but these are really important pieces. Nurture yourself with behaviors and habits that help and that will create more energy for you and focus on that mindset shift. Really look at the tasks that you do in your life. Are you asking for help? Can someone else maybe do them even if it's not exactly how you would do it? Will the kids survive? If the lunch is not exactly the way you would do it, if the dinner is not exactly the way, will it be more important that they see their mother out carving out time for themselves, prioritizing time for themselves? What are the behaviors we're teaching them? Okay, and a little bonus, hire an expert. Find someone who's living life in a body and in an energy that you want and hire that person to help you. It will be worth it. Trust me, I have done it over and over. All right, you guys, those are my tips for you today. When you need to find time to, because you can't move anything off your plate to make you a priority, Those are the ways that you can do it. I know you can do this. This has a lot to do with mindset and it's time for you to go out into the world and be more in your life and not just less on the scale. All right, catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.